Foul Territory is presented by Gizzard Gary Productions. It is recorded from my weekly YouTube program, which is live-streamed every Friday at 9 p.m. Central. It is a firearm and 2A-related panel discussion, where I and my panel discuss current news and events, along with audience interaction, casual conversation, and friendly banter. What will you learn today? And now, ladies and gentlemen, Foul Territory. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Foul Territory number, what is it, 243. And it is Friday, December the 8th, everybody. So, welcome, one and all, to the big shoe. All right, let's go ahead and start the banner. Make sure it has the right hashtag in it. All right, so here we go. Let's take a look and see. Who we've got out there. The first one I see out in the chat is Kingpin. He says, yo, yo. And Travis T. See y'all soon. Patton a Bunker is out there. And in here, as is, Obnoxious One. We have our tech. Um, I'm sorry that's Obnoxious One, the verified. Oh, it doesn't or show you... up on here as the verified. Get it right. But he is the ver- he has been verified to be obnoxious one, and I can verify he's obnoxious. So how about that? Anyway, glad to have him. Check mark and all. Uh, Artek and daughters is out there. As is Michael Dunn. Blitz is in the audience. Chris Lang has an actual yo-yo on the table in front of him. Defense Dad is out there. And possibly one sitting in the chair as well. Possibly. Dale Pogue is in the audience. Let's see. Dwayne7834 is out there. Weston Probst. Oh, I really miss Dwayne7833. Well, this is the new improved version. (laughs) All right. Let's see. John Z. Outcast with Disabilities. But that's all one person, by the way. He's out there, too. Oh, it's not two people? I figured the, it was John mm. the Outcast, and then he was in the room with disabilities. Mm, no. Oh. All together. Okay. Uh, R4 Mississippi Thunders out there, Michael Dunn. Is that one person? Because that seems it like is. it's... Okay. He is. Rick Waters. If I could get him clicked on, there he is. Rick Waters out there. Justin Grimm is Justin time. How about that? <laughs> See what I did there? No, nope, I completely right. missed it. Mike White, 2A Advocacy is... Out that there. has to be two people. It's got a comma separating it. Yeah, it very well could be two people. Okay. Alright. Uh, Boomstick Revenge is in the audience. Uh, John Z says, I'm a little bit of everything in one big ball of mush. How about that? That doesn't make you a bad person, necessarily. No, it's all the other stuff that makes him a bad person. But uh, R4 says, I am one person. Okay. Verified to be one person. Hillbilly Up is out there and in here also. So speaking of the ones in here, yes, we do have an esteemed panel for you this evening. And as soon as I find out what they're esteemed about, Probably won't do anything about it. But anyway, let's see if they can tell us. So here's my panel for this evening. And of course, immediately next to me is my co-host with the co-most. He is from the state of North Carolina. Nothing could be finer than my co-host from Carolina. He is, of course, the ray of sunshine that brightens our day. The visitor from the east. The voice of of reason, and the man of orange, the verified obnoxious one. Yo. Yo, indeed. All right, glad to have you. Tread is out there. Tread says, well, it is a panel. That's true. It is a panel. True story. I can verify that we only have one panel this evening. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of panel, thanks for being here, Obnoxious. Next to him, 
Uh, deep underground in an undisclosed location. Well, it sounds like to me he already disclosed his location because he told us he's deep underground. Yep, that's it. So, he gave so it away. much for OPSEC there. Yep, <laughs> he's terrible at it. He's almost as bad at it as you. Almost. And you're, you're you are literally it. terrible at OPSEC. Yes, I am, Adam. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's welcome aboard Pat in a bunker. Well, it's pretty hard to follow that, but anyway. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on tonight. Uh, been under the weather the last couple of weeks. Uh, been fighting a real terrible flu, but man, I am so glad to be doing something other than writhing in coughing and hacking on a couch or in a tractor or in a missile silo. So, yeah, just glad to be here. Thanks for having me on, Gary. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for being here. Blitz says, Obnoxious One is esteemed. Nice, man. Congrats on a promotion. Well, how about that? Tread says, Chinese pneumonia. And we have out there, out there on Twitch land, Corey KK is out there. Wow. Okay. Well, welcome. There's my one viewer from Twitch. All right. So anyway, more panelists down on the bottom row. And we've got a guy here with a brand new avatar. And he is, of course, my neighbor to the east from the show me state of Missouri. He is the host of Guns, Beer, and Therapy Saturday Night Podcast. He just came here from Georgia Shooting Connection. Let's welcome your friend and mine, here, Billy Up. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? Thanks for having me on tonight. Man, I'm all right. How are you? Fun time being on here. Always look forward to every Friday night, buddy. Yeah, we look forward to having you. Woods is out there. Says, "Hey, folks," and Tread says, "Crap." Hmm. <laughs> okay. I agree. Well, that's pretty much. Uh, pretty much true. All right. Well, thanks for being here, Hillbilly. And last but not least. Tread says, crap, I missed Georgia's shooting connection again. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I had other things to do. Had a busy night. Anyway, my last panelist so far anyway, he comes to us from the Keystone State. And he is right now the host of not much of anything except, I believe, a monthly book club. Uh, more stuff to follow maybe next year. But right now, he is the guy who Shoots and cooks, or cooks and shoots. Hopefully, he doesn't cook them before he shoots them. That could be messy. <laughs> or guns and barbecue. You already know why I'm steamed. <laughs> I decided to shoot it after I cooked it. Oh, okay. Well, it was done. It's just a little bit of lead poisoning. It's never killed anybody. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the views and opinions expressed by Guns and Barbecue are the views and opinions of Guns and Barbecue only do not reflect the views and opinions of anybody here on the panel or the scientific community in general or the millions of people that have died from blood poisoning. That's true. It's just <laughs> the cancer that kills you after. Uh, Defense Dad says his state needs better beer. Hmm. <laughs> I think he's talking about Guns and Barbecue. Hmm. But, but to you know, be fair, some people died of lead poisoning like an ounce at a time. <laughs> Wood says, book club is a dumb idea. Who thought of that? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, heck, fire. Well, all right. So, what's going on in the world, panel? Anything? Anything just jump out at you that you want to? Tell us, talk about, yell about, scream about before we go looking for topics. Don't well, everybody, don't everybody jump in. Looks like uh, the uh, Hanukkah's tonight. Magazine. Yep. Is it the first or the second night? Uh, I don't know. I think it's the first night. Okay. I'm not well, Jewish, so I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, Hanukkah started. 
And on top of that, uh, looks like we've got some uh, good rulings from uh, the 2A side of the house so far. Uh, everything's looking pretty decent right at the moment. Uh, you can go check out our channels and everything. Uh, I don't have everything straight in my head right now. I've been running around doing too many other things. But um, the uh, 1821 ban looks like it's going to be struck down. And the uh, <clears throat> magazine ban looks like. Hopefully, it's going to be struck down completely. We're pretty close. So, uh, fingers crossed. But, uh, but to listen to all the sky is falling gun tubers out there, we know who they are. I'm not mentioning yeah. any names. Uh, you know, oh no, there's new bills coming. They're going to take away the Second Amendment. We're all going to die. Well, the one already got struck down, and it's dead. So hopefully the rest of them fall like dominoes. I'm hoping. Sorry, I try to be an optimistic, but uh, we'll see what happens. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Tread says, gun show in Columbia, South Carolina at the fairgrounds this weekend. So anybody in the Columbia, South Carolina? Is anybody else in the Columbia, South Carolina area? Don't think so. Defense Dad says, "Gary, you forgot the ammo shortage." Oh well, it's never come back from COVID, so it's not really a shortage. I heard prices are going up. Yeah, again. Yep. Surprise! Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look yep. who's out there, Brooke Cheney. Is out there in the audience. She said the laws are super bad. Any law that restricts our ability to keep a bare arms is super bad, in my opinion. Everybody agree with that one? Yeah, you know. Yep. Uh, you know some good laws? No, there are no good laws. Okay. Well, there's there's probably a few good laws, but none of those. Anyway, glad to I have you. I just Brooke got permission to stay up this late. What if they made a law that said that you couldn't make any new gun laws and it repealed all previous gun laws? It'd just get declared unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Sounds unconstitutional to or declare that unconstitutional. Write a presidential orders in, you know, restore all the gun laws, take all, take all the ARs. Wood says, come on, Gary, more laws equals safer. Really? Mm-hmm. Michael Dunn says, thought Brooke goes to bed at 9. Wow. So we have SS Pawn, otherwise known as Stan, out there in the audience. Tenth thumbs up. Good evening. Going to local gun show. Looking for another 5.7 handgun. Okay. John Z says, I can be a dog if anyone wants to come take me for a car ride. Anyone want to pick me up? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brooke says, you can thank my daughter for staying out late tonight. Your daughter stayed out late or you did? <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. It's really none of my business. So. Oh, staying she up just late re- or staying out late? <laughs> she just returned from getting her. Okay. Ah. Uh, Defense Dad says, we still have decent ammo prices here. Shields for the win. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not too bad down in my neck of the woods. Uh, the local ammo company that I get mine stuff, uh, Need Ammo, uh, had to increase here about uh, a couple weeks ago, but just by a tiny fraction. But they've got some specials going on right now, and uh, especially on their frangible ammo is really good. So I'll plug them real quick. Uh, Need Ammunition out there so yeah I need to order some more meat ammo I like it Travis T says what's up peeps Brooks says been shortly for sure teaching all weekend alright let's take a look boys and girls at what's in the news and on the on the website bearingarms.com under top Second Amendment stories, we have no LeBron. 
What's ridiculous is your ignorance. This is why ranges are touchy about gun safety. Florida cops confiscated ammo from law-abiding folks. Second Circuit upholds injunction on portions of New York carry law. And disregarded for Bruin evident in dueling rulings on gun bans in parks. All right, so we're going to let my esteemed co-host Obnoxious One pick the first one. For $1,000, Obnoxious, what topic do you pick tonight? Well, it's about the gun bans in parks. Gun bans in parks for 500 <clears throat> All right. And this was written by Cam Edwards this afternoon, so it ought to be fairly fresh off the press. Cam says, according to a three-judge panel on the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals, New York's ban on lawful concealed carry in public parks likely comports with the Constitution and the Second Amendment. Meanwhile, a federal judge in New Mexico recently declared that Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham's public health order banning concealed carry in parks in Albuquerque and Bernalillo County likely won't withstand a court challenge. How did each court make their differing determinations, and what do their respective readings tell us about how the Bruin decision is being applied and misapplied in jurisdictions across the country? Let's start with the opinion by U.S. District Judge Kia W. Riggs in New Mexico, granting an injunction against the governor's park ban. In her decision, Riggs rejected the evidence put forth by the governor's council, purporting to show a long-standing tradition of prohibiting concealed carry in public parks. The vast majority of the local ordinances cited by the governor came far too late in U.S. history to serve as appropriate analogs, according to the judge, with most of them coming into existence in the late 1800s or early 1900s, long after the Second Amendment was ratified, and a generation removed from the ratification of the 14th Amendment. I'm going to skip over that long thing there. That's a pretty straightforward analysis. New Mexico couldn't cite any laws in place around the time of the Second Amendment's ratification that dealt with gun bans in public places that are analogous to today's public parks. The laws they did cite either came too late in time or were from territories, which the Supreme Court has already said are not useful in determining whether a particular sensitive place is constitutional. New York's attorneys relied on many of the same sources cited by New Mexico, but the Second Circuit panel was much more open than Judge Riggs to accepting those statutes, as evidenced by their response to the first historical analog offered by New York, which predates the Second Amendment by hundreds of years. And just quoting here, according to the state, the well-established tradition of regulating firearms in quintessential public forums, such as fairs and markets, justifies regulating firearms in public parks, which today often serve as public forums. As examples of this tradition, the state reaches as far back as a 1328 British statute, really, forbidding going or riding armed by night or by day in fairs markets. Statute of Northampton. Now, the Supreme Court explicitly rejected using the Statute of Northampton as any sort of modern-day analog in Bruin, declaring it, at least as it was understood during the Middle Ages, has little bearing on the Second Amendment adopted in 1791. The Statute of Northampton was enacted nearly 20 years before the Black Death, more than 200 years before the birth of Shakespeare, more than 350 years before the Salem Witch Trials, more than 450 years before the ratification of the Constitution, and nearly 550 years before the adoption of the 14th Amendment. The Second Circuit panel maintained that while the court may have rejected the medieval Northampton statute, it did so within the context in which that statute was offered, as an analog supporting a carriage ban in public generally, which is clearly not the case. The Supreme Court said that the statute itself has little bearing on the Second Amendment, not just the right to carry in public generally. The Second Circuit panel then cites two colonial-era statutes based on the statute of Northampton, though in doing so, they blithely dismissed the qualifying language in the Colonial Virginia statute that only barred 
carrying in terror of the county. The Second Circuit panel, in other words, really found only one founding-era prohibition on carrying in places that could possibly be seen as a modern analog to public parks. But rather than treating the North Carolina statute as an outliner that should be discarded, they give it far more weight than it deserves. The other statutes noted favorably by the Second Circuit were an 1870 Texas law prohibiting firearms in forums for educational, literary, or scientific purposes, or into a ballroom, social party, or other social gathering. An 1869 Tennessee statute banned the carrying of deadly weapons by any person attending any fair, race course, or other public assembly of people. And an 1882 Missouri law banning carrying more people are assembled for educational, literary, or social purposes. The Second Circuit notes that the territories of Oklahoma and Arizona passed similar laws, but fails to acknowledge the Supreme Court's admonition not to depend or rely on territorial laws to determine the tradition of the right to keep and bear arms. The Second Circuit panel then accepted many of the late 19th century municipal ordinances on carrying in public parks that Judge Riggs flatly rejected as coming too late to serve as historical analogs arguing fully 8% of the entire population lived in one of the urban areas governed by the state's analogs here. And again, 1896 is too late to matter, according to the Supreme Court. Going only by the time frame that the court has said is appropriate in looking for historical analogs, God, this is a long article, the Second Circuit found New York's ban on carrying in parks, at least in urban parks, is likely to be constitutional based on two colonial area statutes, one of which expressly limits the ban only to those carrying with the intent to cause terror, and three state laws adopted around the time of the 14th Amendment's ratification that do not mention bans on carrying in parks at all. Those are hardly the long-standing and widespread historical traditions that SCOTUS had in mind when it laid out the Bruin test, and it demonstrates that some judges are still actively disregarding the court's instructions to uphold restrictions on our right to bear arms. Does anybody understand what the hell that article said? Because I don't. Nope. I'm out. Not anybody? Really. Anybody get any of that? I, it lost me. I think that fella gets paid by the word. <laughs> oh, man. Seems like it at times. Well, I'm going to. We just lost Gizzard. Uh oh. Okay, I guess we can do whatever we want in the show. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. Now we can do Woo-hoo! whatever. We want. Somebody oh, clicked the wrong tab. All right, time to party. <laughs> yeah, when you click the back button, oh, you should do back. it in the tab you were on, not mm-hmm. the stream. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what you should do. <laughs> well, at least I didn't mute myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Pat, let's see if you can do better. Uh, the 2023's Most Beautiful Women. Is your name Pat? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> You're painting me right into a corner there, ain't you, hillbilly? <laughs> My wife's standing over my shoulder. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Uh, Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, just pick one. Go with what you want to. Hillbilly, you pick one. I will take uh, no LeBron for 10 cents because that's all All right. Let's see what LeBron's got going on. Look at that picture. Isn't he cutie? All right. Okay. What? Does it say wish.com on his jersey? Uh, it says wish something. Uh, the first time I ever saw LeBron James play basketball, it was on ESPN. He was in high school, but was such a promising talent that one of his games was aired for the entire country to see. I hadn't watched high school ball since I played, and I haven't really watched it since. I only watched this one to see the supposedly great talent. And he's good. Damn good. I don't think he's as great as Michael Jordan, but that could be my own biases. 
Yet, like Michael, LeBron will sometimes take a shot he really shouldn't. The difference between him and Jordan, though, is Jordan generally took those shots on the court. James, not so much. Okay, quoting here, LeBron James' tone was passionate yet weary. Another shooting, this time in Las Vegas. More innocent people did, and the Lakers superstar seemed to recognize that his plea for gun control sounds like a broken record. It just goes back to what I said before about guns in America, he said. I think it's such a longer conversation, but we keep dealing with the same story, this same conversation, every single time it happens, and it just continues to happen. The ability to get a gun, the ability to do these things over and over and over, and there's been no change is literally ridiculous. My brother from back home texted me and told me to be safe out here because he heard about the shooting at UNLV, James said. It makes no sense that we continue to lose innocent lives on campuses, schools, at shopping markets and movie theaters and all type of stuff. It's ridiculous. The fact that we haven't changed anything. It's actually been easier to be able to own a firearm. It's stupid. Really, LeBron? It's been made easier to own a firearm? Then please, oh great and wise expert on gun laws in this country, please regale us with your citation of gun law changes that have made it easier for people to buy firearms. No, I'm genuinely curious just what's been done to make it easier to buy a gun. Sure, North Carolina ended their permit to purchase requirements for handguns, but that's a single state. Washington State made it harder, though, by mandating training. Colorado enacted a waiting period for handguns as well. See, the problem here is that LeBron, because he's famous, thinks that he's somehow smarter than the rest of us. He thinks he's somehow more familiar with the issue than we are. Don't get me wrong, he's entitled to have an opinion, and he's entitled to voice that opinion. The problem is that he really doesn't know what he's talking about. For example, we don't see anything in the shooter's background from what we know of it that would suggest he should have been prohibited from buying a gun, even under the most restrictive measures James could probably imagine that might almost mesh with the Second Amendment. He was a popular professor even, so how would changing laws actually accomplish anything? Meanwhile, our non-gun homicide rate is higher as a nation than other developed nations' total homicide rate, which means there's something wrong within this country and its culture that has nothing to do with firearms. But LeBron doesn't know that. He's never bothered to learn the facts. He hasn't had to, in part because American culture trips all over itself when celebrities are involved. He's never faced debate over his ignorant takes, and yes, they're based in ignorance because he's never bothered to educate himself. At best, he's taken the anti-gun talking points and swallowed them whole, never looking at the other side of things. I'd tell LeBron to shut up and dribble, but the truth of the matter is I don't care enough to tell him to just do his job. I'd just like it if he'd either shut up and learn what the heck he's talking about for a change. Comments on that? Well, if LeBron said so I guess I'm going to sell my guns. Yeah, but it's easy to buy them back. <laughs> yeah. Easier easier never to buy guns now. <laughs> Why is anybody wasting their time on them? Like, who cares? Right. You know, at the end of the day, he has the freedom of speech just as... Shut what, your what? mouth. You don't. It was Cam Edwards who <laughs> wrote this, right? No, Yo. Tom Knighton wrote it. Oh. You, Sorry, YouTube Cam. Censor. YouTube censor. YouTube censor. Right? <laughs> so, you know, Tom, you, you know, he's got the right to write the article. Well, unfortunately, you know, uh, LeBron's got the right to, you know, say all this. You know, why waste your time on, one, giving him the light of day and, you know, publicizing his words further? Duffer says the ball he dribbles is smarter than he is. <laughs> uh, Weston says another reason why MJ was the greatest, he didn't pick R's or D's because he said they both bought his shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, Wood says he's one of those rather tall black fellows, I think. Wow. Really? Well, he's not wrong. 
Now, I always appreciate all those who support the channel, but I also know that money is tight lately. However, did you know that you can support the channel without it costing you one red cent? That's right. All you have to do is use my Amazon store link when you shop at Amazon. So just go to Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash gizzard gearing without any spaces when you do your Amazon shopping. And when you shop using that link, no matter what you buy during that session, the channel will receive a small commission from your purchases. As always, thank you for your support. Chris Lang says, not for one minute do I believe a Braun doesn't own a gun. <laughs> you know that dude's got a Glock. Somebody's got a Caltech. Somebody's got to. <laughs> Gun Metal Guy USA says, Athletes and actors need to do their <laughs> job, nothing else. If they did, maybe their work wouldn't suck so much lately. Tell us <laughs> what you really think. Defense Dad says, It's hard to buy guns. My damn paychecks go everywhere else. That's true. Right. Especially in this economy. Dale Pogue says LeBron is there for entertainment purposes only. Other than that, I don't want to hear anything from him. But again, so here we go. You know, everybody's saying actors, actresses, you know, celebrities in general just need to do their job. Shut the fuck up. A anybody remember a day when it was socially unacceptable to ask anybody how they voted it was you know just socially unacceptable to talk about politics you know the whole nine yards yeah but now i mean look what we're doing we're gathering in a space talking about politics again these people have a right to free speech weston says he's from akron he probably has a high point <laughs> 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 I mean, like it or not, yeah, I, I don't agree with them, but if we're going to sit here and say, hey, Second Amendment, well, we got to sit here and say, hey, First Amendment. Travis T says, sports and entertainment are still business. Why would you cut your customer base in half? Virtue signaling. I, mm -hmm. I, 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 definitely, I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, guns and barbecue, but I just wish people would take a half a second or even a full second just to and everybody knows this on this panel. I'm preaching to the choir on this just to take a half a second to look into it. It's just they just spit whatever is their main talking point or whatever their agent says or you know whatever affiliation they're behind. So, but I, I fully agree with you, Guns and Barbecue. It's it's their right to free speech. It really is. But at the same time, it's just like, <laughs> but I have the right to feel that way. <laughs> okay, so uh, Guns and Barbecue. Yo. Got a few more you can pick from there, so. Oh, snap. There we go. I don't know. What are the other options? I'm sorry. Kind of have yeah, blind guy problems. I skip, can't see him. Did we skip Hillbilly? No. No, I, yeah. I picked the last one. Pat skipped. Or Pat skipped. Okay, that's right. Guns and Barbecue. Okay. So the middle three, I believe. So we've got the gun safety one. We've got the confiscated ammo. And the upholds the injunction on portions of the New York carry law. Gun safety sounds interesting. Gun safety, okay. You gonna let barbecue right. read it? <laughs> okay, again, Tom Knighton yesterday. He says gun ranges tend to have very strict rules about gun safety. Some of them might be excessive and make training a bit more difficult, but they're there for a reason. In a lot of cases, those rules you despise most exist because some idiot made it seem necessary. Now, most gun owners are responsible people who know better than to screw around, especially at the range. However, it doesn't seem to be as universal as we might all hope. A case in point, a Poland man is facing charges following a shooting at a local gun range. 
Officers were called about 10.45 a.m. November the 27th to the training range on Mahoning Avenue in Austintown on reports of a customer hit by gunfire. When police arrived, the victim was resting on the floor and was being treated by medics. Witnesses said they heard a gun go off and the victim yelling at the suspect, later identified as 53-year-old Jan Mazur, about shooting him in the foot and his poor gun safety, according to the police report. Mazur, in his defense, says he was trying to make the weapon safe and pulled back the slide. When he did so, he heard a loud yell. He claims he believes the other man was struck due to a misfire or ricochet. Frankly, I'm skeptical, but maybe. Police say the video of the incident was immediately available. Whether that means there was no video or just that they couldn't get it right away remains to be seen. Mazur has been charged with negligent assault. Meanwhile, the range now has to deal with this mess. This is why they create rules that might seem more than a little annoying. It's because some dipstick did something really stupid at some time or another, and they don't want to have to do it again. Yet, while we're talking about stupid, I figured I'd share this one as another example of stupid. You see, not only do gun range rules get annoying to some folks, but even the basic four rules are an issue for some. There are people who point guns at their junk. Yes, one actually shot himself there. Which brings me to today's Darwin Award winner. It says, warning, this will be unpleasant to male viewers. It could be traumatizing for just about anyone. Oh, thank God we're not seeing a picture there. I could just read the caption up above. It says, please stop this trend. It's reported he blew away his testicle and the bullet came through his butt cheek. Ouch. <laughs> yes, that's a video of a guy shooting himself in the junk. That's a hard well, pass. He, uh, he deserved to be uh, taken out of the gene pool. You see, the truth is that there's no action out there so stupid that no one will try it. Absolutely no action at all. That includes pointing a loaded firearm at your most private of parts and pulling on the trigger. If they'll do something that stupid, you have to believe they'll do all kinds of idiotic things. So when you start getting bent out of shape about the rules at your range, take a minute and talk to the management. There might just be a reason those rules are in place, and maybe, just maybe, you can help them find a middle ground. If there isn't a reason, well, it might be worth it to look for another range. Yeah, I think that's true. Anybody seen anything sketchy happen at a range they've been at? Oh, sketchy stuff happens at my range all the time. Yeah, that's your range. <laughs> um, your private it, range. <laughs> it's sketchy as hell at my range. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend anybody go there. Yeah, guys running around with night vision goggles and stuff mm -hmm. like that out in the middle of the night. Yep. Chasing down weasels or whatever's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's sketchy or not, but I'll call out my own. Uh, What'd you do? Uh, my own problem. Uh, first year on Thunder on the Prairie when they said, uh, when you drop a mag, don't bend over to pick it up. Instinctively, I bent over to try to pick it up, and they were like, no! And I was like, oh, shoot. Sorry, I forgot. So I didn't pick it up. I got about halfway down when everybody screamed at me. So uh, that was my fault. It was my uh, so. But nobody tackled you or anything, right? No, I was fine. I didn't have Gizzard Gary coming out of the uh, background and uh, tackling me onto the ground saying, don't pick it up. <laughs> so, yeah. So everything was fine, but that was, that was my own fault. I just forgot. I see Ozzy Orsborne is out there. I want to mention Sport Brand has been out there for a while. Uh, Blitz is on his way out. Work's coming early tomorrow. Sport Brand says he saw the video and it's painful to watch. Be even more painful to be the guy who was in it. <laughs> but uh, when he said he gave his left nut, he meant it. He did. Fence dances, people are always <laughs> shooting holes in the overhang roof at our range. You have to really work that hard to be that dumb. Oh, I know it's that way in 
my indoor range I go to, you can see holes up in the ceiling tiles all over. And I'm like, and the walls off to the mm-hmm. side. It's like people just doing ricochet shots or what, man? <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be at a 45-degree angle to hit it where they hit it. <laughs> Bet I can curve this bullet. Bet you can't. Bet you can't. Oh, well, heck. Looks like we got one more left, and it's my turn to pick. So I guess I'll pick the one we haven't looked at, which I believe. Well, no, there's two because Pat didn't pick one. Oh Let's do the Florida Cops. Okay. I think we've already heard about the Second Amendment laws and all that stuff. Let's find out what these Florida Cops did. And this, by the way, is Tom Knighton again. Okay, at various times. Pardon? This guy again? This guy again. I think uh, there's only two people writing for bearing <laughs> What I wouldn't give for a good Cam Edwards article right now. At various times, ammo prices could be reasonable or it could be ungodly expensive. With the inflation as it's been, it sure seems to be leaning a little more to the latter camp. But ammunition is, is important for gun owners because without it, a gun is nothing but a poorly designed club, unless it's a high point, which is less than ideal. It's also why some states are trying to control it even more tightly than firearms themselves. In Florida, though, it seems that at least one department has a method that might just minimize their cost on ammo. They just don't return ammunition to law-abiding citizens when their firearms are given back. Confused a bit? Lee Williams has a story over at the Gunwriter. It starts with an unnamed man who wishes to remain anonymous. He was confronted by a man in a threatening manner. A fall led to a discharge. It hit no one, but the confrontation continued for quite a ways until Florida City, Florida police arrived. His gun was taken, and the other man got a 72-hour mental health hold. So far, no biggie. It's what happened after the man was cleared of any charges. It took 68 days for FCPD's investigation to conclude the victim was not charged with any crime. When he went to the police department to retrieve his property, the ammunition was gone. The department's property clerk, Christian Boudou, told him the ammunition was confiscated. We don't return ammo, Boudou allegedly said. The department will probably use it for training. This policy, one expert says, is patently illegal. To be clear, this is theft, and it's also a preemption violation, said Jacksonville attorney Eric Friday, a firearms law and Second Amendment rights specialist and general counsel for Florida Carry, Inc. Florida's powerful preemption statute declares that only the state legislature can regulate firearms. Any public official who violates the law can be removed from office and face fines of up to $5,000, which they must pay personally. Law enforcement unlawfully confiscating firearms, ammunition, and personal property is an awful issue statewide, Friday said. I just filed suit against the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office over a similar issue last week, he said. Ammunition is lawfully owned property, and if the firearm itself is being returned, meaning there's no charges pending for criminal actions, then there's no reason to not return the ammo as well. Now, there are circumstances where the police can confiscate private property under the law. It's called civil asset forfeiture. It's a controversial law that allows the police to confiscate money, cars, boats, and so on, then sell the goods and pocket the money. Or they can keep it. Yet that only works if they try to allege that the property in question was used in a crime. Since they returned this individual's firearm, they'd be hard-pressed to make the case that the ammo was used in a crime when the gun wasn't. Now, the chief in Florida City has changed the local policy, which is good news. However, he also says that he doesn't know how long the previous policy was in place, which means tens of thousands of dollars of ammunition may have been taken from law-abiding citizens and disposed of by the department. Whether that's a preemption thing or just a terrible and abusive policy all on its own, this is the kind of thing that shouldn't be tolerated especially considering that good defensive ammunition generally isn't cheap, and if you shoot something like 5.7, it gets even more costly. 
I'm glad the policy changed, but there needs to be ramifications so the policy changes elsewhere as well as providing a disincentive for return to the bad old days. What do you think about that one? Stealing people's ammo. Cops just need to do their job. He forgot to put that at the end. Well, evidently, the price of doing their job is keeping the ammo that they confiscate. Yeah. They can't, oh, afford, yeah. can't afford to buy ammo. I, I think that's like... You think somebody the police department would get in trouble for that. I mean, I don't see how... I mean, I guess maybe a city law or something, but... In the first place, used in training... Pardon my French. My ass. Well, Somebody took them things home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to use wad cutters out there. Or no, you know. <laughs> An indoor shooting range there. Um, it'd be like saying, okay, if your car gets confiscated, they can drain all your gas and, you know, uh, take your cassette tapes and everything. So defense dad said, Jesus, how many guns get confiscated there in the first place? Well, if they had tens of thousands of rounds, must have been a hell of a lot of guns. Let's put it that way. One really big-ass magazine. That's a heck of a note. Where the heck is Snob? As long as it takes to eat dinner. He's combing his hair. Both of them? (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's not talk about him while he's gone. Let's wait till he gets here, and we'll talk bad about it. There he is. I knew I'd get him. He's listening out there. How's dinner, snob? He must be having steak and steak, baked potato, sour cream, all that stuff. Travis T says it's a pretty common problem at local PDs. Must be. Florida police departments are cutting down on their training expenses, I'm sure. Just got done. I'll be on in two minutes, he says. Yeah, it's just like um, when I worked out in the railroad, we working and went through this kind of small town in Ohio, southern Ohio. And uh, always there, the sheriff and the judge for that town, they got arrested because when they give uh, – like speeding tickets or parking tickets, they gave them a discount if they paid cash. Well, the <laughs> judge and the sheriff was splitting the money. <laughs> wow. That's so, just yeah. good business. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's no corruption, you know, with them keeping the ammo. I'm sure there's not. I mean, I would never presume anything of the sort, you know. I wonder uh, if they'd be able to claim a qualified immunity. Possibly. I do want to take this time to remind everybody that Gear Websites is your source for every second matters, gun channels, gear, MOID, and more. Patches, stickers, and other items. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. So buy cool stuff at gearwebsites.com. I want to say hello to Chris from the 740. He is out there in the audience. Hello, Chris. Anyway, now you've heard me talk about uh, gearwebsites.com. It's quite the place. But let's hear from uh, G-Webs himself. He'll tell us a little more about it. Gearwebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches every Friday. is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at gearwebsites.com. All right, and I threw that link out there. But you can probably wait till after the show. But if you're so inclined, you can run right out there right now and buy yourself cool stuff at gearwebsites.com. Still waiting on snobs, so let's see. I want to do a little bit of self-promotion here. You can enjoy the best small batch fresh roasted I can't speak. Fresh roasted coffee delivered to your door while supporting this channel. Yes, you can. 
All you got to do is check out Blackout Coffee. Go to blackoutcoffee.com, and when you do, make sure and use the coupon code GIZZARDGARY. And if it's your first order, you'll save 10% on that order. All right. What are we talking about out here? Talking about Max Creek and stuff like that. I don't know anything about that stuff. Yeah, there's a little town there towards northern Missouri called Max Creek. And they had a heck of a nice speed trap set up. And the sheriff and them got in trouble for that same kind of same stuff. I mean, as far as money and tickets and stuff. Finstead says he said he'd be here in two minutes. That was four minutes ago, though. Time is different in Oklahoma. Yeah, it is. Time runs a little bit slower there. It is time to transition into what is probably everybody's favorite segment of the show, which is the, the last credit? one. The last one. What did you learn? And in this segment, I'm going to be going through the panel. I'm going to ask each panelist what they learned this evening and then give them a chance to plug their channels, whatever they got coming up. So (coughs) let's switch things up a little bit. We're going to go from, let's go, let's start with Hillbilly. Hillbilly, what did you learn this evening? Oh, man, I learned... uh... A lot of nice, nice out there. Enjoyed the nice, along with the guns. So that was really sweet. And real quick, not meaning to interrupt you, but I do want to acknowledge Pat in a bunker anniversary chat member for 13 months at the super chicken level. Thank you. Okay, what do you got coming up, Hillbilly? Oh, man. uh, First of all, I want to tell you thank you for having me on. I always appreciate it. Of course. Um, Actually, tomorrow I got a video coming out. Um, I'm doing a uh, bulldog concealed and carry purse review. Yeah, I thought you were going to actually bulldog some something on the video. I was like, <laughs> yes, cool. <laughs> now I got videos coming out, and then of course on Saturday nights, uh, nine o'clock Central, ten o'clock Eastern, we got guns, beer, and therapy. And so if you ain't done nothing, uh, make sure you jump by and say howdy and try to have a good time over there. I think that's about it, buddy. That's about it. Well, thank you for being here, as always. Let's let's go to Pat. Pat in a bunker. What did you learn? Well, I learned tonight that uh, Obi has just about as many... Nice knives as he does guns. <laughs> almost. Uh, but yeah, almost. Almost. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different nice knives and everything out there. Uh, yeah. So if you like guns, apparently we all like knives too. So <laughs> it kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, no, I have, uh, have to remember there was a there was a time there where we couldn't buy any ammunition or guns. That's true. So, so I turned true. to knives. Yeah, that's how I got <laughs> there too. <laughs> well, that's kind of how I got there too, and I had two handmade for me too, so <laughs> they weren't cheap. But uh, yeah, no, just want to say uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, go check out all these guys out there. They've got a lot of good content out there and uh yeah good show tonight thank god i was uh good lord willing uh feeling a lot better today than i have been the last two weeks that's why i haven't been on anybody's show or anything uh been down pretty hard with just about (laughs) feels like uh (coughs) flu or whatever it was or the uh cough cough 2.0 not sure but, uh, yeah, just glad to be up and around and uh, hanging out with you guys tonight. So, thanks again. Appreciate it. All righty. Thank you for being here. And let's see. Let's go to Obnoxious One. What did you learn? Uh, stuff and things. 
Stuff and things. Okay. What do you got coming up? Uh, that would also be stuff and things. Wow. The same answer for both questions? Is mm-hmm. that possible? Yep, it is. Because oh, I'm, I'm putting in minimal effort. Well, well, at least it's an effort. So. My, my effort is reflecting my pay. Come on. You can do a little better than that. Come on. What? Than stuff and things? If yeah, you were a member, a if you were a member of my channel, you would already know what I have well, coming up. Well, how, how does one become a member of your channel? Uh, they would have to go. They would have to go over to my channel where I'm verified and become a member. That's exactly how you do it. They could oh, also go over and out my uh, Stuff <laughs> Things channel, which is not verified. Yeah, my my stuff's I don't verified. Know if, I wonder if that carries through. Probably not, but it's Probably just not. the one channel. Probably. I doubt it. All right. Well, thank you for being here. And last but not least, the gun snob. What did you learn? Well, I reckon best I can figure, that all the learning took place in the first half of the show and I missed that. That's I true. I didn't learn a damn thing. Alright. Well, what you got coming up? Anything to dazzle us? Mm, I need to put out a video. I won't be here next week, but I need to get a video out this week. I might do an Anderson Circuity Legend. Might be what I do. That's what I need to do. I've got a bunch of videos recorded. I just have not been editing as often as I should. Or at all. Oh, man. Really? Crap. Looks like everybody done left. There's only one person in the chat. Um, <laughs> that's because they pulled down yeah, your video. They pulled down the video right now. Why? For violating not sure. This video has been removed from violating YouTube community guidelines. What? What did you violate? I don't know. Just like literally like 20 seconds ago. Yeah. Chat got got disconnected. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Walnut. Walnut. Chat got disconnected. And then I went to refresh and. What the hell community guidelines did I violate? I guess because I said the learning took place in the first half of the show. I don't know. Huh. What the hell? I don't know what it would have been. Hmm. Oh, well. Might not have a YouTube. Oh, YouTube removed your content. Wow. Did they, did they give you we a reason? I think it violates our firearms policy. What? You can oh. see an example at 139.45 in your video. What? 139 does not allow live stream showing someone holding, handling, or transporting a firearm. Anybody have a gun in their hand? No, 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 nobody's really had their camera on. I'll go back and look, but well, they pulled it. I don't know how you're gonna do that. What one minute 39? One hour 39 minutes. Oh, one hour. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's pulled, so hell, I guess I'll have to go into the stream yard and look. Yeah, you should be able to look at it. but uh, It says it's been taken down. Well, I think under... Won't they, under copyright, they'll show you the timeline or something sometimes, and you can see the video? Mm, no. They said... I'm going to go ahead and end stream, I guess, because, yeah, well, Facebook well, and... Facebook and Twitch, I guess, technically are still out there. So, <laughs> All right. Well, Facebook and Twitch viewers, thank you for watching. Uh, come back next week and uh, give them the bird. We'll see you later. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, thanks for listening. Foul Territory is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Friday at 9 p.m on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, 
Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, visit our website at gizzardgary.com.